I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, let's go. I am over-caffeinated and oh, same. sleep-deprived as always, but I've got my nice... I am shaking. Hibiscus tea. Ooh. Literally earlier... I don't know why I always do this to myself. I always try to caffeinate myself to, like, make myself feel more awake. But the only thing I succeed in doing is, like, raising my heart rate while, uh, while I still feel exhausted. It's a terrible way to live. <laughs> I don't know how you stay caffeinated with just tea. That is, like, the pregame for me. I need coffee. And I know I mean, you don't chronic, drink coffee. The chronic anxiety disorder does help the, the caffeine to hit extra hard in small amounts. <laughs> which is kind of, like, both a blessing and a curse. Mm. So, you know. It has its perks, it has its it has its disadvantages. <laughs> so that's why we're not doing the third cup of caffeinated tea today and just sticking to herbal. Ooh. I say, but watch me downing like a chai latte at eleven PM. As you should. As as I probably should put two away. <laughs> I support it. But anyway. Thank you. Yes, let's get into some of the questions we have slotted for today. We have some from our lost episode where we screwed up the audio <laughs> and got an hour's worth of nothing yeah honestly zoom has been playing us today like just messing with us and that day as well so hopefully this one comes out okay yeah you know maybe someday we can actually like you know record in person with like nice actual <laughs> podcasting equipment and like you know nice microphones yeah several things would have to happen get ahead of ourselves here there'd have to be no coronavirus we'd have to have the funds to pay for all this nice equipment and both those yeah if we were filming this together we could actually go splitsies on like a nice microphone where that Mm -hmm. like actually has like xlr cables and stuff Mm -hmm. god i wish that were me (laughs) one day one day. Okay, okay. So, to start us off, we're gonna go, would you rather know how or when you're gonna die? Discuss. See, oh, this is a difficult one. I don't want to know either. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to know either, but if but, I have to pick one. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna um, You I go first. when. Because I don't, because what if it's something, like, mundane, like, a car crash or, like, any kind of household accident. I don't want to have to like. Sorry, moving my cursor off the off the screen. Stop it. Stop. Okay, never mind. I don't want to have to like freak out every time I like get in a car or like enter the kitchen. 
Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to live my life like that. If I can just know that it's like, I'm 20 now. If I just know that it's like 60 to 70 some odd years in the future, I mean, I'm 22. I don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. I said, see, and I, and I see, no, I'm not. I see your reasoning for that. Yet, I would want to know how. Not so much like I wouldn't want to be paranoid and just avoid all things. But okay. like, what if it's a painful death? And like, I, I feel like I'd want to be in the know about what's coming. And also, then I'd be paranoid about the when if I did know that. What if it happens to be at a young age like that? Like, what if it says two years? Yeah. Like that, that would be an ultimate stressor. Like, um, all right, so what am I going to do the next two years? Yeah, that would be, like, I don't know. I Just statistically, though, I feel like it would most likely be. Like, statistically, you're most likely to die older. So if I, I have mean, to pick one. Or I don't know. Maybe if you, like, die something, it's, like, you know, heart attack or whatever. You know, that's probably uh-huh. not going to happen to you in, like, your 30s. Yeah, but what if you could, like, cheat the system and, uh, like... Yeah, can our actions impact this? Yes, like, what if mine is, I don't know, a plane crash, which is very unlikely. I just won't fly. fly. I I won't fly again, unless, what if that ends up being, like, a plane crashes on me, and I'm just walking? (laughs) Or what if, oh, that's that's like a Greek myth type thing, we're trying to avoid, avoid your fate. Like, mm-hmm. sends you head first into it like like uh what is it? Yes. Oedipus. it's like mm-hmm. oh, we'll send him away so that this prophecy never comes true but sending him away and is because the of it thing that causes it to come true so yeah i don't, I know. don't know i feel like there'd have to be something like that would happen like if you avoid yeah. the thing it it's will like find you, you in the some way <laughs> it'll still find you although like what if like what if what if it was like a countdown and you could like it would change depending on your decisions so like you know you bring that up that reminds me of that nickelback video saving me okay i'm not i'm not a fan but i feel like this is just ingrained in everyone our age's childhood like just knowing certain nickelback songs okay all all right maybe maybe some more so than others but that was like a staple of my childhood that i was that was forced upon me i didn't choose it but anyway in this video there (laughs) there are these numbers above everyone's head they're in some city walking around and it's the countdown to when they're dying and there's this one person who is about to get in a car accident and her number is drastically dropping and someone pushes her out of the way and then it goes back up to a lot of time so and then another person is like on a gurney and they're already dead and they have like zero minutes and seconds so it's pretty it's interesting so like in this concept you can see everyone's Mm -hmm, yeah you can see everyone's or well it's one i think it's one i haven't watched the video in a while but i think it's one person who can see everyone's and they can't see each other's interesting what if you like got on like a bus or a plane or some mode of transportation and then everyone's timer went down to the exact same time oh my goodness i i don't know jump out the window (laughs) well not if it's a plane (laughs) Mm mm-mm 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess I would have to say when, because I feel like statistically the most likely thing that's gonna come up is that I would get is like, yeah, you got a wild dude, don't worry about it. Whereas See, knowing I, how mm-hmm. would probably be worse. I think knowing how is worse, but I would still choose it because I'm very fearful of seeing the when in like 10 years, and I'm also 22, so that'd be like devastating. Yeah, I had a very extremely unhealthy fear, like to the point where I don't know why my anxiety was not diagnosed when I was approximately six. I had an extremely unhealthy, like obsessive fear of death as a child. Like I was... Excuse me, like, I was six years old and I didn't want to go to bed because I was afraid I would die in my oh. sleep. It was so bad. I don't know how I didn't, how myself or no one mm-hmm. else realized that I was as anxious as I am for yeah. quite some time. You know, I'm, I sometimes, and this started when I was about 16, I just think, like, wow, like, I'm not going to be around one day. And then, yeah, like, no, like, I, I think about like nothing. Think about that. I don't either. When those thoughts come, I'm like, something else, something else, something else. Cause just... But at the same time, there's sometimes, like, I get the opposite of that, where I'm just sitting there like, wow, I exist, and there is nothing I can do about it. Like, yeah. I am real. People yeah, perceive me. I know. There like, be bones under my skin. <laughs> you have those moments of, like, wow, I'm a real person. Right? That's That's cool but also terrifying and like i have these moments i'm like why am i perceiving myself like why am i experiencing the world from this perspective instead of someone mm-hmm. else's like why am i me yeah like, like I, how, how did this come to be i get hit with those all the time oh well that actually makes me feel better that it's not, yeah, just, it's not just me you. i i figured it's not just me but it helps to know others feel that I way when too. I was a kid and this one is way less like sad and undiagnosed mental illness um but i remember having the realization that not everyone thinks in english mm-hmm. like that people in other languages like like someone who grows up speaking spanish doesn't see a cat think cat and then say mm-hmm. gato. it's just gato that blew you, my mind as a child you know what's very cool um my mom studied spanish in college and that was her major she went to spain for a year and she was mm -hmm. (laughs) me too i don't know anything (laughs) but uh, (laughs) gotta love public school anyway um she was i think she was fluent but she was if not fluent like near fluent and she told me um uh, when she was in Spain, like, so she was speaking Spanish all the time. She would have dreams in Spanish. Yeah. Like, that's, and I know that's a thing, but just hearing it from someone you know and whose first language was not Spanish, that's pretty cool. I actually haven't taken Spanish for nearly that long. I took Spanish from first grade all the way up through my last year of high school. And I still, like, I've retained a very decent amount of it because I also just like it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I have noticed, especially because I got to college and I started, I was like, okay, well, if I can't take Spanish, because for some reason they told me that I would, like, couldn't take any more Spanish classes because it'd be a waste of time. And I was just like, okay, well, I like Spanish. that a waste? (laughs) I like Spanish. What the hell? But anyway, I did, like, a year and a half of not taking a language, and I'm like, okay, this Mm -hmm. sucks. Russian. But as Mm -hmm. a person who has had to, who is, like, fluent in one language, decently proficient in another and then beginner in a third the difference in like 
like noticing the difference in like my abilities in each like english is obviously like you know first language native speaker like it's on such a subconscious level that i don't like think about it like like i don't think about but the thing is i notice that i have more of that ability with spanish than i do with russian like especially basic spanish like i don't like if i see basic sentences i don't translate each word i just Mm -hmm. that's what it is like if I do kind of challenge myself to, like, if I'm just, like, around the house doing stuff, I'm like, okay, like, anything I, like, you know, say out loud, like, oh, okay, this goes here, gotta do this. Like, if I want to, I can make myself think out or speak out kind of, like, basic everyday household stuff completely in Spanish. So, like, yeah, I understand, like, and again, the difference, like, when I see Russian, I'm like, okay, I, like, I gotta think about this for a second. But, like, <laughs> I gotta sit down for this one. Yeah, I gotta sit down for this one, but there's a... <laughs> pretty solid degree to which in spanish i see it and i'm just like yeah like i Mm -hmm. I, there's no translating going on on a conscious level i just know what it is yeah but yeah like that experience as a kid where i was like whoa not everyone thinks Thinks the same like like the same way or mm -hmm. like same concepts yeah like but not translated in your head the same way because like when you're a kid and oh another fun embarrassing slightly embarrassing story about me when I was a child, which also probably could have predicted the fact that I was going to be a languages type person. I was like three years old and my mom and my Grammy went out to a Chinese restaurant and I saw the waitresses talking to each other in Chinese. And apparently I was just like wide eyed staring at them. But then when they came over to the table, I tried to speak Chinese, which was just my little three-year-old self making a bunch of really weird noises, which must've been so offensive. I mean, I think the fact that you were three. Like, yeah, I was three. Yeah. Of course my Grammy's like, oh my God, like trying to like, you know, get me to like sit down and be silent. My my mom is just like crying, crying, laughing. (laughs) It is a little funny. I mean, cause you don't know any better. Like, I'm pretty sure that's probably the first time in my life that I was ever exposed to people mm-hmm. speaking to each other in a way that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And, like, clearly I was like, whoa, like, you know, something ha- something happened there for me something to be, like, fascinated clicked. with that. And, like, because I have to have known that they were, like, speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, again, I that moment I think was a pretty, like, sh- looking at the way I am now shouldn't have been surprising. <laughs> And the moment I realized that people don't, people who speak different languages don't think in English and then translate everything mm-hmm. they say, mind-blowing. Yeah. Absolutely mind-blowing. All right. Do we have anything else to say about knowing how or when we die? I don't know how we got here. Wow. <laughs> we really just jump from concept to concept with no idea how we got there sometimes. Something we should, like, actually... That should be like a bonus video where we sit down and watch an old episode of the podcast Ourselves. and track it out to like figure out how we get from point A to point B. How and we like think everything. Yeah, and we could make like a big like like a like a murder like a murder movie like mm-hmm. crime movie like a bulletin board with like yeah. mystery and everything. I mean that happens to me often when I'm just telling a story. Like right? all right, like and so that's what I did today um you, you like, didn't you thing. did not you did not thing. start there like how did we get here no my uh email notification just popped up about my signed ninja sex party cd which arrived in the mail yesterday Ooh, fun 
Ninja Sex Party, please come on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Here's a real hot button topic. Best Chris. Best Chris, worst Chris. Alright. Um, worst Chris is Chris Pratt, as we all know. Mm-hmm. For many Wait, let, let's, for, just so everyone's on the same page, let's go through all, yeah, let's go all the Chris's. Chris Pratt's, uh, go through the Chris's and then why Chris Pratt sucks. Could go on. Okay, so we got Chris Hemsworth. Thor. Mm-hmm. Chris Pine. The guy from Star Trek. Yes. Um, wait, why am I drawing a blank? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Star-Lord, Peter Quill, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Also from and- Parks and Rec. Yes, and oh my gosh, yes, Chris Evans. All right, Uh, it's kind of embarrassing because I (laughs) forgot, but I love Chris Evans. Oh, I love Chris Evans. The man is a real life Captain America. The man stands for democracy. He does. And also, like watching him, like he was really good as Captain America, but obviously, like you know, he had to play like the good boy. Mm -hmm. Watching him in Knives Out was so clear he was having so much fun playing a colossal jerk after having to be like the upstanding american he like having to be that character mm-hmm. the upstanding american hero for so I, many movies you i know that man was having so much fun and also the sweater game killed i feel like it's so jarring to see him in any other role besides captain america because he killed it yeah killed no it. He, he's a great actor and it's just it's just so different because we're so used to him playing that one role. It's like the Daniel Radcliffe effect. Like everyone knows him okay. as Harry Potter, um, but when he, I know he's a good actor too. I was say another but, hot take: Daniel Radcliffe absolutely would have had a career without J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. Fuck J.K. Rowling, she's a turf. <laughs> and also, I saw this recently on TikTok, and I'll link it in the description. It was a some footage that somebody had posted of Rupert Grint acting in a play so good like he was fantastic that man's talent was wasted mm-hmm. in the harry potter movies and also um daniel radcliffe was on broadway for a long time as yes, well right he did mm-hmm. a play which was equus i believe and he did how to succeed in business without really trying yes yes that's the one i knew him oh, from such a fun musical but yeah <laughs> no like daniel radcliffe absolutely would have had a career without harry potter mm-hmm. and rolling like no question about it and mm-hmm. uh, rupert grint is extremely slept on but yeah and like i'll i'll admit the translation of the character of ronald weasley from books to film really wasn't was Honest- not ideal mm-hmm. like, they honestly just, they whittled him down into like a three note sidekick mm-hmm. so i mean i i, f- I feel like that happens with the majority of characters like going from book to movie but it, it's very apparent in the harry potter movies yeah. just like so i can see why he didn't really like rupert grant didn't really have like a huge opportunity to showcase like a ton of range mm-hmm. but yeah oh my god like again I'll, I'll link it down below he's so good like i want to see if i can find like a bootleg or something of the whole play because it was great mm-hmm but anyway, back to Chris. Back to Chris's. <laughs> we did it again. We did it again. But yeah, um, Chris Evans, love him. Chef's kiss. Love the man. Love Chris Hemsworth. Himbo rights. <laughs> Men who are hot and dumb 
and polite and respect women. Absolutely love to see it. Mm-hmm. And who's the other one? Chris Pine. Love the guy. Seems like a cool dude. I also love that picture of him in Italy where he's wearing like a floor length caftan and holding a glass of wine and just looking like he's absolutely vibing. Like, I, I truly wish that was me. Mm-hmm. I'm like the opposite of that right now. <laughs> Aren't we all the opposite yeah, of vibing I, right now? Yes. I get my cursor off screen because I know how much that bothers me, but I always seem to forget and like leave my cursor on screen while my screen recorder is running. And then I'll realize it later and be like, oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, um, Chris Pratt, worst Chris, for many reasons. We have um, reasons. We have them all. We did research. He's a Trump supporter? Yeah, he's a Trump supporter. Um, He cheated on his wife. Gross. I'm like pulling up our text conversation because we have so many examples of Chris Pratt being worst Chris. Honestly, the only role I thought he was decent in was Parks and Rec and that's because I'm a big fan of Parks and Rec and and I I do think he changed as a person after that too like that's when he lost the weight and I don't know I guess started cheating on his wife yeah really so I feel like it was downhill perhaps that was his peak Perhaps. I have only ever seen, like, I've only seen episodes of Parks and Rec and, like, when my friends have been watching. And I've always thought they mm-hmm. were funny. I just never, like, yeah. sat down and watched the whole thing. But, yeah. Um, he's a Trump supporter. Um, he gave up his cat for adoption when it got too old and it was too hard to look after. Gross. That's you do not sad. do that to an animal that has bonded with you. Um... Yeah, cheated on his wife. His church is mad homophobic and supports conversion therapy. So yeah, um, he's the worst Chris. And also, again, like, everybody kind of being like, hey, so why are all the other Avengers actors, like, co- like, coming in clutch for this guy, but when, like, Brie Larson and Zendaya were getting harassed for, like, being women and Zendaya for, like, being biracial, they were just mm-hmm. kind of like, Nothing we can do. Nothing yeah. I'm like, really? I know for Brie Larson. Weren't they saying she was like too bossy or. They were saying so many shitty things about her. Mm hmm. Honestly, like disgusting. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, in inter- I know going back to her in interviews, like they were, you could tell they were not treating her with respect. Like yeah. they were. It, it was just awkward to see, like, them all answering questions, like, the Avengers characters, yeah. well, the actresses and actors in real life. And I don't know. It was just, like, it, they weren't vibing with her. And it was very awkward to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Zendaya, too, as you mentioned. Yeah. And she was awesome as MJ. I loved mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. Um, Chris Pratt sucks. It's a no from me. <laughs> it's a no from me, dog. <laughs> All right, well, that was, that was a solid pretty quick. we move on to the next one. Oh, here's a classic, Starbucks versus Dunkin'. Which is better? All right, well, Starbucks is overrated, but I will say, when I need to stay up, that does the job. Like... I'm thinking back to my college days, and if I had to stay up to study or write a paper, I would get a red eye, which is a cup of coffee with a shot of espresso. Sometimes I think that two. Would kill sh- me. 
Sometimes two shots, Bridget. Like I genuinely think that would kill me. I think I had some near death experiences with that. Like just As one on a, a on a whole different level, like of caffeinated. Um, but s- Starbucks is good for that. I will say it is overpriced. And, oh, it's absolutely like, overrated and overpriced. One hundred percent. But as a person who doesn't drink coffee and is a tea snob, there really kind of isn't much happening for me at Dunkin'. I do love mm-hmm. a uh, Dunkin' breakfast sandwich, like a bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant. Love that. Fantastic. If we're, like, getting breakfast sandwiches on a road trip, Dunkin' all the way. But they're really, beverage-wise, there's really not much for me. Yeah. Star- See, I don't really eat much at either of those places. I will say... Starbucks does have small proportions of food for a unnecessarily high price, whereas Dunkin', I think it's not as pricey, and I don't know. I haven't really tried it, so I can't knock it, but I will say Dunkin' Donuts, best donuts ever. Oh, yeah. No. Anyone who prefers, like, I don't like Krispy Kreme donuts. I don't ha- there aren't too many on Long Island, so I don't eat them often. I'm I don't even eat donuts too often, but when I do, Dunkin' Donuts is the place to go. When I was growing up and um we used to go to church every Sunday with my dad. Uh to quote John Mullaney, I was raised Catholic. I don't know if you could tell by the everything about me. But um a lot of the time when I was really little, we would stop at Dunkin' after church and I would get a chocolate frosted donut with rainbow sprinkles and my dad would get like coffee and whatever and it was always the best. So, also fond memories with the on the donut front. Mhm. And yeah, I, I love a good donut now and again. Me, t- me too. Their Boston cream donuts are really good. Ooh, I think those ones my dad likes. Oh, they're so good. But yeah. Once again, talking about food. Always but yeah, beverage-wise, Starbucks all the way. Because they yeah. have a nice, like, different, like, tea blends. And, like, I love a good chai latte. Mm-hmm. So, that's my take. I just, I don't like how Starbucks, there are a lot of coffee options. But some of those, like, mixes, there's barely any coffee in there. Oh, yeah, it's all, it's like, sugar and milk. Yeah, like, they're just caffeine milkshakes. But that's, like... That's for people like me who don't drink tea. Like, people mm. think coffee's disgusting, but they need a caffeine fix somehow, and, like, tea, would just, you, tea just doesn't do it for them. Would you drink it then if there's... Because some people are in, into that and like that more, and, you know, to each their own. Yeah. But for me, that's, like, a disgrace to coffee. I like, all, all this, like, caramel and whipped cream layers. And I don't know what else they put in there. Pumps of syrup. That's not coffee. You put in, like... Two inches of coffee. I will agree. Some of them, there's way too much going on. Even if That's it was like, just, like, a plain drink, like, flavor-wise, mm-hmm. there's too much happening. Yeah. Like, you can combine three, maybe four flavors before it all just starts, sort of starts getting, like, muddled and weird and, like, not. Mm-hmm. They look sense. like, they look like chemists back there. Like, all right, right, this one needs two pumps of this. And, like, I'm like, where's your lab coat? Like, <laughs> you're doing so much work for this cup of sugar. Did you sugar. Starbucks on campus or no? I did not. Oh, I felt so- sorry for them. Oh, my God. Because yeah. they look so busy. I always felt so sorry. busy. Every now and again, there was somebody who I would see them, like, because I would... 
on campus at Geneseo, like, especially towards the end of the semester, I'd always have a ton of extra money on my, like, meal plan, mm-hmm. so I would always spend it on Starbucks, which was fantastic, but, some like, I would go get Starbucks before class, and I would see somebody who was supposed to be in our class, like, at their shift, I'm like, oh, so you're just, so you're just not gonna be there today, which is, <laughs> like, I don't care, like, whatever, calls. Just, like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Oh, I, I love those experiences, like seeing someone that, oh, wait, um, we have class in two minutes and I'm on my way and you're doing something completely unrelated to walking to class. Or like seeing a professor, walk, like when you're late and you like see the professor like right ahead of you, you're like, okay, it's uh-huh. not that bad. That would happen to me frequently. But yeah, I miss that. I miss, I miss getting Starbucks all the time. It was so good. I do miss it. I love coffee shops and I like just sitting in them oh my god so, same. i don't do that as much yeah, because college is over I need the rona to be over i want to go back to my cute little aesthetic coffee shops so nice. and just sit there for hours and do no work right <laughs> that was me and people are always like oh it's so annoying people are like doing work in coffee shops i'm like i don't care i'll be an annoying hipster i love the aesthetic it makes oh, me feel so so warm and cozy inside that's me a hundred percent i will go grab my quirky glasses and sit there for hours love to see it love to hear it yeah no only way to go only way to go absolutely love it the whole aesthetic is just perfect but i duncan and starbucks don't quite have that aesthetic like starbucks more so i'd rather sit in duncan like duncan's no offense dirty half the time i would not i would not park my ass there and do work donuts breakfast sandwiches great the vibes are off very corporate and like they want you out of there too pink and orange for me yeah I prefer green, so Starbucks for that matter. I do look good in earth tones. But yes. Yeah. And also, like, any, like, indie coffee shop that has the same kind of stuff going on. Like, if I can get a chai latte at, like, an indie coffee shop, so much better. Yeah. Like, I try to, for coffee, I am particular, but I try to stay local when I can, which isn't hard. There's definitely smaller coffee shops around here on Long There's Island. No, like, cute stuff around here. Like, nothing that I could walk to. Like, I would have mm. to, like, drive. And, oh, like, yeah. I do have... On a city street, and I'm like, I, I'm just not... It's a lot of work. That. I do have to drive to them. It's not walking distance, so there's that. Other reasons I miss being in Russia. Walking to everything. And again, there, like, there's an adorable little coffee shop. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A block in St. Petersburg is different than an American city block. Because the streets are, like, super, super long. So, like, not to be, like, that annoying person who, like, went to Europe, but, like, set, like, you walk around, like, a New York City block in, like, five mm-hmm. minutes. It's a 20-minute affair. Mm. Like, if you want to take a loop around the block. So, like, saying it was, like, a block away, it's slightly longer, but it was still walking difference. And it was the cutest little coffee shop that was, like, five, ten minutes away from our, like, dorm slash hotel slash hostel absolutely excellent miss it so much again not to be that annoying bitch that went to europe and that's their whole personality now i studied abroad like any like any nyu student that went to france or italy <sighs> i just i think it's so funny seeing uh what people post on their social media like instagram and facebook like every two days like oh look at this building oh look at me with doing these touristy things like we get it you are in paris like I let's tr- like i did try not to be the most annoying but also other than that the only time i had ever left the country i was like seven and went to canada and didn't need a passport mm-hmm. because i was so young and barely remember any of it so like for all intents and purposes this was my first time actually like leaving the country and mm-hmm. it wasn't just like you know, kind of lame and just being like, yeah. Just and I, Canada, I was just like, no, boss to the wall, going to Russia. And so I'm not really saying exciting. I'm not saying don't post pictures. Like, live your life. Like, you want to show us what you're seeing. Like, please do. But there's a a proper way to do it, and yeah. like an etiquette for that. Not just like plastering your social media with like constant pictures. Like, yeah, that I, a bombardment of that. I did my best not to be the most annoying. You, you can flex a little, like, you are in Russia, so. But it was very exciting. All right. Moving on. So, yeah, that sums up uh, Starbucks, Starbucks versus, versus Dunkin'. Dunkin'. <laughs> okay. So this is, uh, this was submitted by, uh, I guess, I guess we can say a fan. We have fans now. Yes. Maybe only, like, three, but they exist. All right. So this was submitted by... He sent the questions to you, right? Yes, this is from Dave and Lois. So first off, thank you for yes, watching our you. content. Um, Very much appreciated. That means the world to us. All right, One so. of three viewers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I haven't looked at the analytics in a hot minute. So maybe we're up to like... Four. <laughs> maybe we're out of the like 10 to 20 and in the range of like 15 to 30. We'll see. Okay. Okay. We'll find out when I do my editing tonight and have to look at the like content creating pages for anchor and youtube and all that fun stuff but this is the question when putting glasses and mugs away in the pantry 
do you start on the left side or the right side? So I'm right-handed, and I think this mm-hmm. is also heavily dependent on which way the cabinet opens. Because mm. you know how some kitchens, like, you got that weird cabinet that, like, you know, wax into something. You gotta, you know, put things in it a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I think it's heavily dependent on whether you're righty or lefty, kitchen layout, and which direction the cabinet opens. Okay, so there are a lot of factors going of into factors. this. So the like in my house, the cabinet that we put like cups and mugs in. Uh, if you're facing it, the handle is on the left side and it swings out to, and it like when you open it, it goes from left to right. Mm-hmm. So I usually start like, and it's never really like completely empty. Like I never have to start from the beginning and like go all the way back. Yeah. But when I'm putting things back. Like, you know, like, a couple glasses that were in the dishwasher, there's, like, an obvious, like, space for them to go. Mm-hmm. I'll start on the left. Okay. So, that's me. That's my kitchen. But in the kitchen in my house at Geneseo, we had, like, a double door cabinet type deal. Mm-hmm. And it would depend on, like, you know, because we didn't have a dishwasher, so it would depend on, like, for how many days we had been letting <laughs> all of our, like, empty mugs. Because it was three... It was four people combining ridiculous mug collections, so we mm-hmm. could go quite a while without, like, washing mugs if we wanted to, so it would depend, like, how much space was I actually starting, like, you know, doing the entire thing, because if I was, I would start on the right side then. Gotcha. So. For me, now that I'm back at home, we have a double door cabinet as well, mm-hmm. um, and... So we're kind of a mess here. It depends where there's available spaces. So it might be here, 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 all different places. So I just fill in the gaps with my cups and mugs when they come out of the dishwasher. But I think cup size plays into it. Like that's the most important thing because I double stack cups. So if there's a big cup with a large opening, I'm going to put a tiny cup in there and who knows where that might be left, right? Right. Um, but when I was in Geneseo, my apartment there is like one door only, I think opening from the left swinging to the right. Mm-hmm. And we had two levels on that shelf. So, and this is where height plays into it because I'm taller than my roommates are. Um, so I, w- I would take the top shelf for everything. And yeah, there weren't two... There aren't too many spaces, but I'd fill up, I don't know, maybe enough for four cups. So it's not really going so much left to right, whereas up and down. Yeah. So I would take up the top shelf. That's the thing, like, in my house, too, because we have a bunch of different kinds of cups. Like, we have, like, plastic Mm -hmm. Tupperware cups and then, like, glass, like, actual, like, you know, glassware. And then those, like, uh, what's the brand? Like, the Tervis glasses, like, the insulated tumblers. Yeah. So we have a bunch of different glasses and, like, you know... People use diff- use them for, like, different things throughout the day, and then they all go into the dishwasher, so you get this big mix of glasses coming out, and, like, you know, there'll be, like, a spot, and, like, you know, we organize them by type in mm-hmm. the cabinet, so there'll be, like, you know, two spots missing in the stack of, like, you know, Tupperware glasses, and a spot missing with the, like, you know, insulated, like, plastic ones, and, like, a couple spots of the actual glassware, so it is also kind of, like, filling in gaps yeah. in where they are. I um I do think that putting away the cups and mugs is is texting me. 
I think that's the most stressful part of putting away dishes because plates, you stack one on top of each other. Um, same thing with bowls and silverware, including your sporks. Sporks, <laughs> your plates. <laughs> you'll put those in the utensil drawer and they all have a place, but cups, it's like, mm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but cups, it's kind of spontaneous almost. A little, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. But I mean, like these, we have these themed cups, such as my Halloween cup. Those, um, Very nice. those reside like in the corner in the back because they only. Do, do you have a holiday section? No, we only have like. We actually do have like Christmas specific like dishes, but it's actually mm -hmm. like nice glassware. Ah, uh, like china. Yeah, and like that gets rotated out around the holidays. But the only kind of like drinking vessels that are involved in that set are like mugs. Because mm -hmm. like, you know, like how you have Christmas dinner and like, yeah, or like Christmas Eve dinner, and it's like, oh, dessert and coffee. Like, it's stuff for that. It's not actual, like, just like drinking glasses that you would put like juice in or whatever. Yeah. So, the only holiday cups we have are the Halloween ones, and they hang out in one of the top corners because they only get used during a short time of the year. We have a lot of Christmas themed holiday mugs but we just use those all year we don't really care they're not part of a set the serotonin boost i get from like when we change over to the christmas dishes mm -hmm. <sighs> so nice <laughs> makes me so happy keeps the seasonal depression at bay yes i feel like that doesn't kick in for me until like January. Yeah, no, the seasonal sads happen in January. Do you know January? I'm not sure if this is still true, but um, I once heard that had that was a month with the highest suicide rates because it's after the holiday season has ended and people are going back to work and it's more depressing. I think I did read that somewhere. Put a I, in I, tr here. I truly do not have a article to back that up, but that's just something that I've heard. And I, I would be believe it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on a much lighter note. So, yeah, that's um, the order to stack the cups order in. Which we stack in the cabinet. Wait, where'd it go? Google Doc. Yes. I know how to use a phone. Do you use Spotify or iTunes? Spotify! I... Kind of use both. I don't have um, Spotify Premium. I don't either. So, Spotify is, like, I will, like, listen to, like, new artists or, like, albums I haven't heard before and, like, try them out. And then if I really like them, I'll buy them on iTunes. Mm -hmm. And also, like, my parents had, like, a pretty decent CD collection because, you know, boomers. <laughs> Or, like, you know, just people that were, like, alive in the 90s, even. Yeah. Um, but they, like, my dad especially backed up a ton of his old CDs, and they're all, like, good classic rock CDs, so, like, Rolling Stones, Queen, Beatles, all that fun stuff. He backed them all up to the computer and then, like, you know, put them on an iTunes account. So I did the same thing with a lot of my CDs. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, I had some when I was a kid, and, like, whenever we would go see a Broadway show, or, like, see a tour of a show, I would get a cd so i have a lot of those and yeah like there are artists that i like 
I really don't care about if people are like pirating music from like you know classic rock giants like who cares but like a lot of like small kind of like independent artists I do want to actually mm-hmm. like, buy their music and support them yes so I don't know I kind of use both and okay just, I do love that once you buy something like again just the no ads because I don't have Spotify premium yeah if it's on ads my phone are and I don't have to listen to like advertisements very nice do prefer that I uh, I don't have premium either. If an ad comes up, I just exit out of the app and then reopen it because you can do that. Ooh, yeah, life hack, Bridget. Life hacks, baby. <laughs> okay, well now I know. And now that you know about that, um, no, but anyway, um, when I was younger, I would use iTunes. I know that's different from. Is it different from Apple Music? I'm. I've been using Spotify for like six or seven years now, so I don't really. The only person I know that uses Apple Music only uses it because she lives in Russia, and until recently okay. she didn't have another option have... because Spotify just launched there. Wow. But anyway, um, I would use iTunes when I was younger, and like a lot of people my age and older, I would go to LimeWire and FrostWire and get all these viruses downloading. my music and it took forever but you know as one does and that's yeah that's an experience i only ever like found out about through other people because i was uh i was one of those sheltered but i also was Mm -hmm. like i was i would literally be out like in the driveway with my friends hanging out like my friends would come over and we would light things on fire and my parents knew about this and were completely fine with it. Like, we would build little... Fi- like, we had, like, a bunch of, like, leftover bricks from, like, some project or something. We would, like, take the bricks and, like, build little fireplaces and put, like, twigs and leaves and stuff. And then, you know, my dad uh-huh. would just be out doing yard work. And we'd, like, light them on fire with a magnifying glass. So, like, I wasn't sheltered, but also... So, Brid- Bridget was busy setting things on fire while I was pirating music. <laughs> but, like, I never pirated music... Like, I wasn't really, like, allowed to have, like, an mm-hmm. emo phase. So, like, I both was and was not sheltered as a child. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, also, side note, almost every Bridget I've ever met is a pyromaniac. And I think it might have something to do with the fact that, like, I think it's, like, Brigid was the Celtic goddess of fire, and that's where the name comes from. Oh, so you're just living up to your name. Yeah, so, really... It's just, it's just who I'm, it's what I'm supposed to be doing. I was gonna say, um, like, oh, this is, this is going in a wholesome direction. Like, Bridget is out playing with her friends, enjoying, like, no, they're just saying, I I still support it, by the way. That sounds, like, fun. There's a TikTok, I got a link in the description, like, it's this girl who's, like, putting together a bunch of, like, candles to, like, join the flame, and the girl who's filming, you can hear yelling, Bridget, it's too much! I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) it's me! this is me it's all of us yeah again almost every single one i've ever met loves to burn things don't know you guys should form a group chat of some sort like like 200 bridges (laughs) god but yeah maybe fire fire friends you could be fire friends fire friends yeah any other bridgets out there that like to like to play with fire hit me up wow find me on twitter we'll plan something not arson but something 
what was the question? Uh, Spotify versus uh, Apple Music or iTunes. Okay, cool. Yeah. So clearly, like, staying on track. We're great at this. Um, yeah, did we have anything more to say on that? Um, I guess I converted from... Well, I wasn't even using iTunes, really. I was just using, like, LimeWire and illegally downloading it onto iTunes. So um, I was just use like using itunes like not even (laughs) find the content but now now i just do spotify and i don't have premium because i'm no longer a student and it's not discounted and yeah sad 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 yeah no like i'd love premium sounds great but like I'm just not there. Fi- I'm just not there financially yeah, right now. So yet, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe someday. <laughs> Maybe someday, someday I'll be able to afford a small monthly subscription and a microphone. Yeah, the American dream. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's a fun one. Uh, when does it stop being grave robbing and start being archaeology? You know. I read all the time about how they're digging up, like, all these, like, these Egyptian royalty, like, mummies, and I'm just thinking, one of these days, there's gonna be a curse, like, that's gonna wreak havoc, maybe? Oh, I think they already did. I, I, I think, think this year might be it. It was the, what was it, like, the black sarcophagus? Remember that was a thing they dug up? Yeah. And then they opened it? I think that definitely had something to do with the shit show. <laughs> All of this. You know, other than systemic oppression. Yes. Aside from that. <laughs> this factored into it. Yeah, just a teensy bit. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Because I also feel like it depends on the method of death. Because if it's like a city that was like like Pompeii that was like mm-hmm. wiped out by some disaster. Like I feel like if people like if because it got buried and people hadn't like known like didn't know about it for a while, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, it would be considered archaeology after a shorter amount of time if it was a thing like Pompeii rather than mm-hmm. literally just digging up someone's grave. Yeah, I think time plays into it because you're not gonna dig something up you buried like 20 years ago that is and also like what is it are you digging up a person like that is definitely grave robbing but if it was like animal remains of some sort and i even think it it's disrespectful if it was like what 10 years ago 20 years ago like why would you be digging that up you i don't know but if it was like dinosaur remains from yeah however long ago it might be um then no that's not and also i think if it was an official grave site of something like there should be more respect for that whereas if it's a disaster like pompeii as you mentioned where it's just scattered and it was you know on plans yeah like i think it's like an unplanned discovery of something like clearly made like again like pompeii or like they find mm -hmm. the ruins of some city that they didn't even know was there that's different and also like as like i think archaeology is really cool and i love reading about it but also i find there's definitely like kind of this gross issue of like especially in like older like probably definitely i'm no expert i'm assuming this is still happening today and i'm gonna assume it was definitely worse in years past of 
white people, you know, digging up native, mm-hmm. you know, bones, artifacts, and being like, these are ours now. Claiming like, it. You know. We learn nothing. We learn nothing. Yeah, no, which is like gross and bad and should mm-hmm. not happen because it's super disrespectful. So yeah, I don't know. Like that's that's my thing. Like you got to be so like you have to be really respectful about it. Like especially mm-hmm. if it's like people that are like would still it be, around. Would it like, be you know, grave robbing if it wasn't a living thing though? Would that just be robbing? That I don't know. And I also think it's different if it's like a society that like no longer exists. Mhm. Like like ancient yeah like a group of people that don't exist anymore yeah not that like just like you know like the trying to think of a good like example of like an ancient civilization like i mean technically everyone has roots to ancient but like it's so far removed that it's like yeah and i'm not saying that like the kind of modern day like ethnic groups that came out of whatever Mm -hmm. kind of ancient civilization like they should definitely you know have more of a claim to that than somebody yeah than somebody from like a completely like who has no connection to it whatsoever Mm -hmm. but i think it isn't like it's definitely important to like look back at all this old stuff and like you know yeah and i'm not saying what was happening and archaeology is very important because it helps us understand um you know history and perhaps could help us in the future like yeah, understanding like it has to be done like so carefully and with so like same for like cultural anthropology like it can so easily become people like coming in and being like oh these people are like you know these guys are primitive they're wrong we're superior we have to educate them and you know make them mm-hmm. you know, that's just powerful. making that's just people gross. like that's just making people like you. There's no such thing as like advanced or whatnot because that's no just thing. you are a different society. Is a myth. <laughs> you are comparing one society to another. Like these are different. Like just because you do things in this method, method here, it works for this group of people. Because that's the thing. I think it, like anthropology is like what kind of gives like i love reading about other like other cultures other traditions i think it's so interesting and like anthropology is kind of what gives us that like Mm -hmm. these like studies of like these are the practices of this group of people and this is the history of you know these different like other groups of people and where this you know modern tradition might have come from and why it might have started like that i think is so cool but again like things like archaeology and anthropology can so can get so kind of tangled up in like kind of like white superiority type stuff which is gross but yeah no i think the difference between archaeology and grave robbing it's definitely time sensitive mm-hmm. definitely like method like if some disaster wiped out a city and they discover it in a relatively shorter period of time after so say like 50 to 75 years versus like centuries Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think if it's like a disaster like that, you don't have to wait centuries for it to not be considered grave robbing. Mm-hmm. And also, whether or not people of that group are still around, and what the, and how their descendants feel about that. 
So I don't know. That's that's how I would determine whether it's archaeology or whether it's grave robbing. Yeah, I feel like there's no definitive answer for yeah. that exactly. You have to factor in many things. Yeah, there's a there's much much to think about there. <laughs> much to think about. All right, I think we got time for about one more because that was our last assigned question for today. But we've got. Oh, some. I have one, and it's because I'm looking at you, Bridget, and I'm looking. I'm looking at your phone. I see you have a pop socket on there. Socket. It has a little snake on it. <laughs> That's cute. Um, so, what's better, the card holders or pop sockets? You know they have a combo now. I did not know that. That's like the spork of like what could be on the back of your phone. Right. Like just. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say pop socket because I'm extremely klutzy. Mm. And also, I would be really paranoid about my card falling out. And me losing it. Wait, I, wait, wait. So for pop socket or for card for holder? For like the card holder, I don't know oh. that because it makes me paranoid. Gotcha, I'm like, gotcha. I'm gonna stick my phone in my back pocket type person. Mm-hmm. And, like, if someone, like, took my phone out of my back pocket, I would feel it. But, like, what if they just got the card? Or, like, what if the card just, like, you know, as I'm putting it in my back pocket, like, it just falls out and I walk away? Like, mm-hmm. And also, nice. if you put in a few cards, that expands it over time. And then, like, what if you just put in one card yeah. and it falls out? Like, I'm always scared of that. Don't like it. But my do phone... make combos now. I did not know that. But it is good to know. And um, just for those who are watching or listening, pop sockets and might not know, pop sockets are um, the little round thingies um, that pull out. Yeah. And they're good for like taking selfies or videos as well as just holding your phone in your hands. Or like you can put it up as a little stand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But I would have to say, okay, so my phone is naked. Besides the case, I have nothing. It's naked. I have nothing going on, but I might get a card holder just because I want to um, get something to hold my um, MTA subway passes. Gotcha. And I think that's like reaching into your wallet for that. That's like. But that's a why lot. you put it in like. No, I put nothing valuable in there. Like, I don't no, know how people like put their license or credit or oh, debit yeah, cards. No. No, 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 none of that. Uh, the, one of the things that people do is, like, if you put, like, any kind of card that you have to, like, scan on a thing, so, like, an MTA card, they put it in, like, the the furthest back pocket, so there's the least amount of material between the card and whatever, and you can mm-hmm. just tap your wallet on the thing, and it'll work. Mm-hmm. So that's a hot tip for you. But they do have hybrids now, where it's, like, the pop socket goes on top of the little rectangular thing that holds your cards, and you just stick it to the back of the case. So that's an option for you. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds, indeed. That's that's one thing that I wouldn't judge anyone for having what they have or yeah, I don't care. what they like. Okay, like you do you, whatever well, works for you on your phone. That I don't like that just kind of bothers me. It's those card holders where it's almost like a slap bracelet and it pops out to have a little ring. <gasps> oh, I don't like those either. Those Not loopy the- things. Yeah. I don't like them because they lose their shape over time. Yeah. And the, like, thing that, po- like, it won't go as flat anymore. Yeah. Don't like it. Not a fan. Yeah. Not, not a fan either. If that works for you, fantastic. It is not for me. But, yeah, no. Those are, that's my, that's my opinion on the, on the pop socket versus card holder versus other things. Also, the ring, I'm not a fan of it, just personally. 
feel like it takes too much time to get off your finger too sometimes mm. yeah and also i feel like it's less sturdy for like if you have to prop your stand because it can usually flip both ways mm-hmm. so you gotta balance it like perfectly right so it doesn't collapse the only thing about phones that if you don't have on there is like a case or even a screen protector like how like what like what wow, if you drop I, it i wish I was like live it living on the edge living like larry <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah no that's the thing like especially like i think it looks so nice when you just have like a like a really nice like sleek looking smartphone mm-hmm. with, like, no case no screen protector like it looks really nice i can't take that kind of risk Mm-mm. i be no, no, dropping no. my phone left and right Oh my god, my sister drops hers constantly. Like, I thought I was klutzy. Like, every ten minutes. You haven't truly dropped your phone until you've dropped it in the toilet. I have not done that. I've done that. Not to an iPhone, knock on wood, but, um, like, an old flip phone definitely did that. Oh god. Remember when you would drop your flip phone and, like, the battery would fall out? And that was, like, the yeah. only thing that would happen? Uh-huh. That was it. That was the worry. And you would just you'd pop like it back in. Chuck it across your house and you'd you'd have to be worried for the floors, like not yeah, your phone. Right. My first now, phone was a little pink flip phone where you could like slide up at a keyboard. I feel like now you look at an Apple I you look at like an Apple iPhone and just looking at it, it cracks. Like Right. It's how they get you. Also, like, every iPhone, like, I feel like they only actually make a major change, like, every three iPhone updates. Other than that, mm-hmm. it's kind of just BS. I just learned they're, they're up to 12. What? I'm, I'm still on 6S. Like, yeah, I, I, I am six behind. Yeah, I have an eight. And apparently, the iPhone 12 looks just like the iPhone 5, or it's smaller now, so. I thought we yeah. were going bigger. No, apparently when the iPhone 6 first came out and it was really thin and people were putting it in their back pocket and bending them. <laughs> yes. Oh, high school. What a time. What a time that it's was. It's just it's just a marketing tool. Now they're going smaller cuz I don't know, running out of ideas, I guess, or how big can you get before it becomes a tablet? That's a good That's question. That's a good one. How big how big is it? A, your device before it becomes a tablet? We'll have to save that for the next one because I think we're I'll, I'll about need an a, hour here. I'll need a measuring yeah, implement we can for do that. Some research and come back for that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think that's gonna it's gonna end this episode here. We are available to follow on Twitter at Bridget Kelly ninety eight and at mr five mar, and we yes. will be back very soon. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.